You're listening to The Poncho Section, conversations about all things media and Mel Brooks. It's a podcast. And here's your hosts, Michael Canfer and Ethan Feldstein. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The Poncho Section. I'm Michael Dummy Thick Thighs Canfer, and I'm talking to you on the ones and twos. We're going to be talking about music today, and specifically music that ends up on lists. So, like, the best of 2010s on Pitchfork, albums, songs, etc. We got Ethan here. We have a guest here. It's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good show, but why? I'm, I'm curious about the dummy... I wanted to give myself a nickname. I'm Dummy. Michael Dummy Thick Thighs. Dummy Thick Thighs. Do you guys want to give yourself any nicknames? I, I haven't. I hadn't thought of one. Well, um, I don't. I don't know if I. Uh, Jess. It's we have Jess. Of, Jess is our guest today. I didn't. A lot I of pressure. Didn't spe- Jessica Bogwitz from from Life from from <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. your <laughs> not Sunnyside anymore from from where I just I dropped you off at Woodside. Back in Woodside. Back baby. in Woodside. Jessica Bogwitz. Jessica of... back in Woodside Bogwitz. Yeah, from uh, from the band Bushix. We've had her on a bunch. Mm-hmm. I She's think I was looking. This extraordinary. Is, I was looking. About, I didn't realize how many times this I've been on fourth, the show. Fourth time, fifth time, maybe. I think you might. Fourth time. I, I think, think you might hold the record for one of our most frequent guests. Yeah, right? it's like you and Jacob. You and Jacob really? might be tied. Oh, is this like SNL? Do I get a jacket? You might. You guys might have to fight it out. out, out blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I can totally take Jacob on. You get to take Jacob on. You get to steal a jacket from me. That's what happens. You can steal a jacket from this apartment. That's your reward. Great. I love that. It's wintertime. I need a new jacket anyways. There yeah, but go. if you guys want to create like nicknames for yourself, you don't have to do, to do it right now this second, but um, at some point during the podcast, just, you know, scream it out. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if I'm a nickname guy. I you don't have to be have a nickname to be, guy. I can just be, just be Ethan. Maybe without, yeah, just, just Ethan. Ethan, it. but it's spelled with a lowercase e and everything else is capitalized. And the yeah. period at the end. And yeah, Ethan, yeah. Don't don't be excited about it. Just go, Ethan. Ethan, <laughs> that's right. that's my nickname now. Very cool. <laughs> but yeah, you brought up this this idea up of Pitchfork came out with the best albums of the 2010s. Yeah, they did, and yeah, it was it was interesting. I'm always I don't know. I always like these lists because uh, there was one years ago they did for Spin Magazine that was it wasn't of the 2010s. I think it was. The best al- it was like the 300 best albums of the last, I want to say it was like 30 years or something. Oh. Or it was something mm-hmm. like that. I could be a little off with that, but for the most part, it was like a pretty good list. Like it was pretty accurate, at least in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I, of course, like I don't know everything on the list. I, I you know, maybe know a bunch, but not everything. And right. like, because like there's a lot of stuff that, let's be honest, like there's stuff that you like and that you listen to. And then, and then there's stuff that, you know, that maybe you, you've heard of, or that's like, mm-hmm. it's like in the zeitgeist. I love the word zeitgeist. <laughs> it's in the zeitgeist and you're aware of it. So you kind of know where it might stand mm-hmm. within mm. that. And so like, I thought that one, the one from spin was like, was pretty good. I disagreed with like some stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So pitchfork though, um, I think we can all agree is like a little more like pretentious of like probably the most pretentious of like oh, yeah. the music stuff. So I was always, I was curious to like, I'm always curious about their lists and the 2010s. It's so, it's such a recent thing Yeah, that I was like, Oh, okay. I could be like aware of a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I could, um, 
although granted, I don't really keep up with a lot of music now, mm-hmm. but um, still aware of a lot of it. And the um, the biggest thing for me, I mean, and it's available online, so I can just kind of give it away. Yes. But um, the number one album kind of surprised me. Mm-hmm. Did do you guys? Well, I told you. Jess, you told do you wanna, me. Do you want to take a guess? Have you seen it? Have no. What's the number one? Number one. Do you? Let me see if I can give you a hint. Yeah. Okay. Take some guesses. This what is it? fun. I, gave I like you, this. I gave you hints. You gave me. I hints. don't remember the hints I gave you. I think after <laughs> perhaps maybe like the seventh or eighth hint, mm-hmm. I finally got it. Although it, I I guessed an album by this person, but it wasn't the right one. So it's yeah. one person. Yeah. Okay, I got yeah. that going. Ooh, I, I, there's a hint. <laughs> but that but but your guess was was a good one though because I Thank thought you. it would have been that one. Can I? Versus... Can we do it like twenty question style? Sure. Okay. So <laughs> how does you got to? I think help you have out. to ask us. Yeah, start yeah, with the question. Yeah. So are they male or female? Identify as. I th- isn't it supposed to be yes or no que- oh. answers? Do they identify as male? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Do they play guitar? Uh, I don't. Not know. to my knowledge. No. Yeah, I don't know. Not to my knowledge. They, they don't. They don't play guitar. Um, for their music. Yeah, they're not known for playing guitar. Mm-hmm. They, if, if they do play okay. guitar, it's it's. Mm. It's privately. Do they go? <laughs> do they go by their real name? Uh, no. Maybe? I actually don't. Know. I, I'll find out. I don't. I don't <laughs> yeah. think so. We'll come back to that. <laughs> uh, you know what? Wait. What am I talking about? We'll come back to it. We we have the power of editing. Wait, is that three questions so far? That that'll be the third question. We're gonna go back to that one, but wait, ask, ask another one. We'll 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 come back um, to it because we don't know. No, it's not their. That's what I thought. That's okay. not their born name. Okay, yeah, that's what I. That's that is what I thought. Okay, interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is it Kanye West? No, no. Um, <laughs> Do I lose? No, no, no. Right. no we're gonna um, keep going. That was that. Going. But would that be four? Yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd, that'd be, be fourth one. That was very. Yeah, we got we got yeah. plenty of uh, uh, questions. Is it is it rock and rock music? No. no. Is it hip hop? Yeah. Mm, yes. 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 It's yes. in. We'll say hip hop R and B. Hip hop R and B. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Hip hop and R and B. Are they still alive? They are very much yes. alive. Okay. No, um, I mean they're alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're. Not- <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's, Let's see, what other questions can I narrow it down so to? That's seven, right? Uh, yeah. Mm. Or is that eight? I don't know. But I think, that, I think, we're, gonna, I think we're gonna get there, though. I, don't think, I think it's eight. eight. I think eight. it was eight. Okay. Is it Jay-Z? No. Mm-mm. Hip-hop are they, are, R&B. Hip-hop R&B. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I, can, I can give more hints. Yeah, give me more hints. Um, well, if, I don't know if this helps, but they had two really big uh, hit albums, like, of... It, like, of recent years mm-hmm. i'll keep going he um frank ocean there you go wow, wow. oh i was gonna keep <laughs> you got it but which album which album that's uh, the... chanel orange channel uh, orange uh, chanel orange channel orange that's the one i guess <laughs> that's the one he guessed and that's, that's blonde? the one i would guess blonde was the number one wow. isn't that interesting yeah. i was surprised by that because i mean i particularly maybe it's just what i like better i think i like Channel Orange better than Blonde, but mm-hmm. and I think it's only because of uh, not only because of, but like specifically the song Pink Matter, yeah, with Andre Three Thousand on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I love that song. It's so fucking good. It's an amazing album, but yeah. um, I like Blonde as well. Blonde's really good as well. Um, yeah, I assume that's on the list too. Yeah, oh, yeah, it is. But mm-hmm. the thing is, Blonde is is great. But I thought though that 
Channel Orange was like just the bigger hit album to me. Like I thought that was like the big one. That was the one that that kind of mm-hmm. blew him up to stardom. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Blonde also did really well. I guess I wasn't really aware of like how how big that one was right. by comparison. Mm-hmm. So I was surprised that that was that was the number one and not like I, if they said if this list said Channel Orange was the number one album, I would have totally bought. I would have been like, oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that's blonde the, though, I just I just thought was a little weird. Yeah, that's the other thing though. I'm curious. It says at the top of this list, all release features here are independently selected by our editors. Yeah, yeah. And it's I'm just curious yeah. what what criteria do, are they using right. though? Yeah, I don't like, know. are like, they how are they ranking it? Right. Are they going based on like the quality of, of the, the instrumentation? Maybe the the production of it? Is are they going by mm-hmm. the popularity of it? Are mm-hmm. they going by um, the the lyrical quality, maybe just of it. past reviews, or like, yeah, you know, past reviews. What what exactly? I would love to know what specific criteria. I'm assuming they they're using multiple. Like it's not just one specific thing. They're not right. just doing what's the best lyrics or whatever. But like, what specific criteria are they using to to gauge this right. and, and pick on this list? Right, and that's like the real question. I always think about that, even like with movies too. Mm-hmm. Like, where are they coming up with this stuff? It's still like, who so are they objective. Asking? It is because you're only you're. It's such a small group of people. Like, someone might tell you like that. I don't know the Nickelback album, whatever Nickelback album <laughs> is is the best album <laughs> of the last twenty years. It's like I don't know. You it depends on the uh, the sample size. Right. I mean, I guess if you like took a bunch of people and like voted on it, but like, yeah, I don't know how it works. But there still but is like a quality of music that has to be recognized by everybody. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? I think so. I think Nickelback is a very bad example, <laughs> and I'm sorry. I am sorry for everyone. How dare you? Um, Look at this but, photograph. Yeah, but at number two, at number two was who you mentioned before, Kanye I West. Was close with uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Now that one. That one was like interesting when that came out because that was so well reviewed. I think actually Pitchfork gave it like a ten out of ten, which is like insane. That's like interesting. That wow. like never happens. And I I love the album. I think it's great, but but it's like not a lot of people's favorite. A lot of people like yeah. will cite his like first two, right? They'll they'll cite um, graduate no not graduate uh, late registration, and Co- college dropout. dropout. Yeah, college dropout was first, right? And then mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. late registration. I they hear, cite those as like the two best. Mm-hmm. I hear a lot of people not particularly loving the 808s and Heartbreaks one of so, his. Yeah, that was the one that people hit. I don't mind that one as much. I, I actually don't think it's that bad. Mm-hmm. I think it's actually all right. Um, I'm, I'm in a weird really category where I just, I, 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 obviously there are some of his songs that are good, but I just particularly can't stand his music, nor him as in general. But his mm-hmm. music, and I just, I, mm-hmm. he like goes around saying, claiming he's a genius, and I feel like, dude, there's so many better poets than you. Well, it's, I mean, it's, it's, not, it's frustrating. Yeah. yeah. What were we gonna say? I feel like I'm a late bloomer Kanye fan. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, as a person, I think he has a lot of mental health issues that yeah. I think he's working on, and you know, it's outspoken. No. But I do, you know, I have like his music is really good. I think. Yeah. Genius wise, it's more of like he's really good at sampling. Yes, he knows how to sample, and he knows, and he yeah. is a really good rapper. Like, I love the song, I love it, mm-hmm. and he has like little pump in it. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, a little pump. Maybe he's really good. I'm going to check it out. I'm like, little pump outside of that is kind of trash. Yeah. I listen to it. And I'm like, he's not that good. And I was like, I really, it's like working with Kanye West. He just has this magic that makes it so good. Yeah. The thing that's frustrating about Kanye is that, because um, I, I like his music too, although I haven't listened to the last couple albums probably. Mm-hmm. I think actually this was the last one that I really got into. Yeah. But as time has gone on, his ego is just like inflamed more and more. Mm. And it's like, it's tough because he's so, and also he's just, he's in your face all the time. You know, I, I'm all for like separating, you know, so like I don't have to like someone personally to enjoy their music. Mm-hmm. But I think the problem with him is that he's in our faces all the time. Like news about like anything Kanye does, like we hear about, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like we hear about everything. He's in that celebrity cult, you know, he's married to yeah, Kim Kardashian. Yeah, it's only like, been, like, increased since Yeah, that. so it's just kind of, like, it gets, like, too exhausting where I don't want to, yeah. um, you know, that's why, so I don't, I don't listen to that stuff as, as much, but I still love his music. Yeah. And I think he's great, but it's hard to take some, like, it's much easier to take someone who's, like, more humble. Also, mm-hmm. like, he's just caused some, you, but going back to, like, the Taylor Swift thing, Right. He interrupted her was at the Video Music Awards, mm-hmm. and then he did it uh, to Beck at yeah the, at the Grammys. And what was but what was awesome about that? It actually made me respect Beck more because he handled it so well. He handled mm-hmm. it better than like I've ever seen anyone handle <laughs> that sort of thing. And it just made me like respect him more. But I just was like, dude, really? You're trying to yeah. take this moment away from someone who just won Artist of the Year, like mm-hmm. the biggest award. Mm-hmm. Right, the biggest award in music. Yeah. That is the biggest award. And I don't you're think I to saw that. that I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, he he interrupted because what did he say? Did he was he claiming um, Beyonce again or something? I, it was something like that. I don't, yeah. I don't remember exactly, but it was it was basically the equivalent of what he was doing, what he did to um, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yeah, and yeah. But what he ended up doing though was. Beck was like, no, he's like, Beck like, was like, please, like, he's like, come up on stage. Like, he's like, I respect you so much. Like, he was like, really, like, yeah. he, he Beck was, is a classy dude. Honor. No, no, Beck is cool. Yeah. I, I always like Beck. And, um, but then people, and, but it also made Beck look really good mm-hmm. as well. Like, showed like that he is like a good guy. And like, people were like, yeah, he, I mean, no one's discounting, no one's discounting what Beyonce, she was still nominated for, mm-hmm. you know. They all, I mean, it's hard to compare. They all do different things. You know, yeah. you, you can't compare Beyonce's music to Beth, Beck's music. It's a weird thing, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, that's a, a good segue into, like, I saw Solange was in there. She She's is, high yeah. Up. She is high up. And, um, yeah. She, it's, it's, and I'm I mean, a big fan of that album. It's like... See I don't think table. I've ever listened to that yeah. one. Yeah, no, See at the Table? Yeah, she's great. So she was... She's in the top ten, right? Because I, I'm... I'm flipping through this. We had Beyonce at number three with her. There she is. Yeah, so she's number... So you have Solange at number six, mm. and then you have Beyonce at number three. Oh, with, wow. Which one is it? With her, I guess, oh, self-titled. self-titled. Wow. I thought the other... What was the... Lemonade, wasn't that the... That's somewhere on this. Yeah. It's a little higher that, up. I thought, that was like a visual album, too, but that was a really good one. Yeah, see, I don't know. Like, I'm not as familiar with her stuff as much. I think my thing is, like... I find Beyonce, obviously, she's super talented. Yeah. Uh, a great, I think, a, you know, a great person and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, say it. But she, she, <laughs> she doesn't write a song. Yeah, She doesn't yeah. write her own songs. And it's like, yeah. that's, I feel like. Yeah. No, the, so 
that, that's that's a very good point. And that's why I like Solange. I mean, I, obviously, Beyonce is very talented. Of course. And stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, don't stifle somebody just because they don't write songs. Sure. But Solange, like, she is, you know, they'll look not, you know, obviously in Beyonce's, like, shadow and, right. like, but she writes her, you know, she writes more of her songs and she's more, like, song oriented and well she does very much her very own beautiful thing. yeah she yeah. does her own thing and it's it's beautiful like right no it's great but that well that was the point about like when people were defending beck they said like he wrote and played all the instruments on his album like you can't right. you can't like discount that you know that's yeah. like a really important thing it's not so, but like but at the same time everyone on this list like works really hard it's just everyone's got they do things differently you mm-hmm. know and you get to a certain level, I guess, you have people right. I don't know, it's hard to say because, I don't know, I, I, there are people like Elton John, for example, um, has like a writing partner, but he's been... Bernie yeah. Taupin. Yeah, so mm-hmm. he, like, when every time he talks about his stuff, he always says we, like he mm-hmm. said, because the two of them. So they're collaborators, you know? Mm-hmm. And, he, and he is there, you know, he gets the best, the best stuff. I mean, everyone's, like, it, back in the day, like, the Beach Boys had... Um, had a couple guys who like helped that were like him and um brian wilson and um i think oh god who was the guy van dyke parks i think was his name mm-hmm. he like used hmm. to write they they were like writing partners together uh, and there was another guy too i'm forgetting his name but um I mean, that's what it's like songwriting so is that. hard songwriting oh, yeah. is hard some people they have Absolutely. fortes with the lyrics and some people have their their forte is like coming up with the melody and stuff and that's why like you have yeah. like songwriting teams and yeah. i actually saw a really good uh talk by ryan tedder he's like the lead singer for one republic but oh, yeah. he he's he's also a really pop, well-known he's songwriter on everything yeah it's like, he wrote like adele it's like yeah. some Adele, oh, wow. like and it's, beyonce song it's like him and, and and pharrell mm-hmm. williams are like number one and two when it comes to like royalties oh i didn't know that oh, i yeah. guess yeah you guys would, would they, know that they write everything yeah. yeah, and like his speech was really like I think at first it was kind of slow. He just kind of was like seemed like he was there, and all of a sudden he just really took command, and he was just like really passionate about protecting songwriters. And he said he was just like, "Hey, I'm not naming names, but like artists, you know who you are. Don't ask for a percentage of a song if you didn't write it." Wow, because that's like apparently it's a common practice. You know, like oh, yeah. people will write a song and they'll present it to a, like you know an artist, mm-hmm. and they'll be like, "Okay, well, give me five percent." So it looks yeah. like I contribute something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's a, it's a, like a, it's weird because when you find out it's like that someone didn't write their own songs, it's sort of like looked down upon in a way. Mm-hmm. But I do think that like sometimes if you want to get the best, like you want to have good collaboration, I don't think that's a bad thing. Yeah. Cause obviously yeah. like, like I say, for example, Justin Bieber or Beyonce, like they're mm. great performers and yeah. they're great singers and they can interpret the song vocally and stuff to yeah. make it come alive like i mean that was like you know coyote ugly that whole thing like she was a songwriter but she like didn't want to perform it you know it's like right you could be the best songwriter in the world and can't sing it for shit you know right well it's 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 a weird thing where like what i feel there's just certain stuff that i'm just not into it yeah. doesn't mean that it's not entertaining for someone. Like there isn't a it art brings meaning or helps somebody. Yeah, like that's always yeah. that's what's always great about music is that yeah. Sometimes it, like I think he was also saying how like was it him? No, I think I saw Two Door Cinema Club. Mm-hmm. They had like a little Q and A thing. Okay. And uh, the lead singer Alex Trimble, he was mm-hmm. like saying how like how interesting his fans inter- interpret his songs differently. He was like, mm-hmm. oh, I just wrote the song. Something inspired me. 
And his fan will come up and like be like, oh, this helps me with this and this and this. He's like, I didn't write it for that. Yeah. But that's awesome that that's helping you like that. Isn't that incredible though? Like yeah. I, I feel that way. Like I can I can name like certain albums and stuff that like got me through like breakups and stuff. But like for yeah. no reason at all. Mm-hmm. Like that, yeah. not, not because they had not most of the time it's not even because the lyrics made sense to it. I had it's that, just it just is like, oh, this just feels right now. A hundred percent. Exactly. Right? I had mm-hmm. that moment listening to it was the killer's album, Hot Fuss. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it was like the first or the second song, and it just like it was a moment in my life where it just totally like touched me. And mm-hmm. I was just like, "Fuck!" Like this is this is deep, you know? Like yeah. this is this is touching something in my soul right now that I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, similar to what you were also just what you were saying, Rob Thomas has this great I love that live guy. performance, and he's talk, he's he's doing kind of like the. Um, the Bruce Springsteen thing where you like you talk like about like a whole story for like a half mm-hmm. hour and then you finally play the song. He's about to play um, 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. and he's talking about how like this song in kind of like the way that we're describing it has like so many meanings for like other people. He wrote it specifically about his mom having cancer when he was growing up as, as mm-hmm. like, a kid and him trying to cope with that or rather him thinking back to when he was a kid and trying to cope with his mom having cancer and he said uh, like people would come up to him and be like yo this this song meant this thing for me or this thing this for me and he'd be like oh that's great like it, it, i wrote it about this but like i'm so mm-hmm. happy that like yeah he didn't like shut them down or anything. right i'm so happy that you were able to find your own meaning wrong in that's this about song. my mom having wrong, cancer yeah no but like that's like yeah, that's yeah. the best thing about music yeah and it just yeah it touches everybody in different ways you know and that's also too like you guys know me but if i'm obsessed with something i always like push it on people so people mm-hmm. know when i'm obsessed with an album because i'm telling them to listen to it all the time right. and like a recent one that came out was tough Lowe's new album okay i love it and like my friends i'd be like they usually like the same stuff as me and i'm kind of like yo listen to this album listen to this album they're kind of like yeah I'm, some of the songs are good but i'm not that into it and i'm like huh and i kind of mm-hmm. realize it's just like it's kind of like, I think I was going through something with a guy or something, and I was just kind of feeling down. Yeah. And that album was perfect for me in that moment. Yeah, yeah. but I also think... And that for them, they wasn't, you know, they're like not going through something where like... Right, it doesn't have that same effect for them. Yeah. But I don't think you, you, can, you should discount, though, like you liking the album either. Because like... Oh, 100%. I, I think that... I, I'm tr- I, And it's hard, but like I'm trying... Maybe as I get older too, like to not um, discount what people like, you know. So if like someone likes something that I don't like, like that's it's for them. That's fine, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's why they, there's something for everybody. Going back to Nickelback, if someone liked Nickelback, <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna hate that person. <laughs> I will think that they have poor taste, but that yes. is in my opinion doesn't mean anything, you know. It, it carries <laughs> yeah. nothing. So um, you know, like what you like, listen to what you want. Like there's no. I think I actually heard like Dave Grohl talk about this on um, Mark Maron's podcast years ago, and um, it like really resonated with me. Where he was just like, "You can like anything from like any genre; like it doesn't matter. Like why? Like why does that like matter? Like you mm-hmm. have to be like like punk people can only like punk music, and if you like something that's not punk, then you're then you stink. Yeah, it's like you're I a phony. Like, like so who gives a shit? I've like let myself go in a good way recently how yeah. like i kind of used to be like that like i only like certain 
rock music, yeah. like blah blah blah. I mean, like, you have I'm not preferences. Sure. I'm not into but... pop music, and something I realized recently, I'm actually really into pop music. And at first, okay. like, if I had to asterisk everything, be like, oh, well, this is a guilty pleasure. This is a guilty pleasure. This is no, actually, okay, I get it. I like pop music now. And it's like just music that makes you feel good, and I stopped forcing myself to listen to a certain genre because it made me look cool. Yeah, no, I listen I mean, to music that makes me feel good. At this point, like, I just don't give a shit. Like, yeah. I, I, it's fine. <laughs> I have things that I gravitate more towards just because it's what I like. Mm-hmm. It's just like, what interests me. Like, I like, personally, just more, like, straight-up rock stuff. I mean, to varying degrees, but, like, I have, like, a certain thing that I like. Yeah. But, like, I, I listen to someone who's actually on this list, going back to this list, Casey Musgraves. Oh, mm. yes. Um, that Golden Hour album. Mm-hmm. It's fucking fantastic it's great so good it's great it's catchy it's the lyrics are really good it's and she's so charming yeah and i also have a little bit of a crush but uh <laughs> but she's no but she's very hey she's casey very good. how's it going she's uh she's great but um yeah but like that's one where like it's not like cool for me to say it's like i'm not gonna you know it's like a weird yeah. thing for me to like but i think it's very good i like that and but I can still like, I like Kanye too. I you know anything. Yeah. I saw recently on a Jimmy Fallon performance. Um, she's number twenty three, by the way. Casey Musgraves oh, on nice. this list. Uh, on Jimmy Fallon, Carol King with the Roots. Oh what? damn! It's great. That's a good comment. <laughs> it was awesome. Like that's really cool. But that's the thing. Like who? Why do we? I talked to someone about this, and this was years ago too, as we were younger. And I said like, well. I said, like, who, like, why do you need to judge people for, like, their music tastes? Mm-hmm. And he, like, didn't like that. I said, he was like, no, no, you have to. Like, it's, like, you gotta, like, you gotta show what? that your taste is better. I was like, well, this that's is not weird. a competition. I know. That's I'm what like, I always liked about music. It's yeah. wasn't, there's never a competition. It's not all about all. everyone just coming together and, like, yeah. 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 And look, there's, and, and, like, going back to this list, it's like, there's, you know, this is these are um, opinions from people. Also, big albums that sold well that were highly acclaimed at the time too. So there is mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean if you like something that's not on the list or not as acclaimed that that's a bad thing. I guess that's kind of like the the overall point yeah. that we're trying to make is like it doesn't really matter. Um, but is it? It is interesting to see. And when I look at this list, there is a lot of stuff that I like on this list. So I'm not gonna lie, and um, all right, especially the Casey Musgraves one. Yeah, and I saw Beach House. Oh yeah, you've, t- you've told me about them. Yeah, yeah, Beach uh, Teen Dream is really good. There's uh, there's another one, the album Bloom that I like. Is that um, DJ Khaled? Um, DJ Khaled. That was Lana Del Rey. DJ. Okay, Rusha. I was about to say if I DJ Khaled was on think, this list. I don't think I would, he is. Then I, that's one no, I can I judge. See him at, I would walk and, out on that. I didn't see him anywhere on, on there. I did pull up a few that I just I just put into my oh, phone. Oh yeah, this and this I'm, one's really good. I just want to mention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Number seventeen, Sufjan Stevens, Carrie and Lowell is a, a fantastic album. I really really recommend that. That's how you pronounce that name. I've never I've never known exactly how to pronounce that name. Sufjan. Yeah, I was Sufjan. I was never a hundred percent sure. Sufian. Okay, excellent. Yes. Um, I, he's but I've always liked him. He's really um, and again like that's like a different genre. To, like he's not yeah. rock and roll. He's very um, I don't know what you would call it. See, this is I have such an issue with genres, mm-hmm. like describing genres, like because it's much like slower and soft, but it's like very genres. Pretty. It's very pretty 
very like very pretty music. Okay. Pretty music. Pretty music. That's cute. That's my new genre. I'm curious what you guys think about the the one I've pulled up a few. Yeah, I'm curious what you got. Uh, Arctic Monkeys AM from t- uh, t- 2013. Mm. Problem with me is that I, I'm not as familiar. Like mm-hmm. I, I know I know their hits. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, don't I know, know the that. hits from I'm that the same album. Boat. Mm-hmm. The hits from that album, great. Yeah, they're no. I mean, they're solid. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't have enough um, to back up yeah. that. This other one I pulled up. I don't. I didn't listen to it, but I know. That you're a big Radiohead fan, yeah. Uh, uh, a moonshape pool. pool from 2016. What? I don't, what are your thoughts on that? I don't know. I yeah, really, I really listened? liked it, but it wasn't because there's they have such a big catalog mm-hmm. that I never. That's not the one I go to to mm-hmm. listen to. Like I'll listen to the older stuff. Like that's my if I'm if I'm gonna pick. And and I know we're only in the uh, 2010. So yeah. In that, it, it's hard to say because there's some really great songs on that album. To say mm. it's in the best 300, I don't... 200. I don't, 200, sorry. I don't know. I think... Uh, I mean, I, I think it's really good. So it's mm-hmm. it's hard to say because like, I would have to actually go through each each album and like to kind yeah. of decide, does this... You know, for me, because I'm a fan, it it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I don't know enough of the others. Is that... You know, I that, think that makes sense. That kind yeah. of makes sense because even though it's not my favorite album of theirs, yeah, yeah, um, Just, but it's still really solid. Did you did you hear that album? No, so actually, I'm not well versed in Radiohead. Me neither. But mm. what's that? What's that one album? King of Limbs. Limbs. King of Limbs was the one before it. Yeah. That album, for some reason, mm-hmm. I listen to that album all the time. It's really good. But I don't I haven't listened to any other Radiohead. I don't know what it was. If it just like. I think Lotus Flower, like I really yeah. like that song. I like heard it off chance and I just the, the the thing that I always liked about them is that for me, like they they're I can listen to I can pick things depending on my mood or what like I used mm-hmm. to have a thing. I would listen to their album Kid A in college when it was a rainy day. Like that was my thing because it felt like a rainy day kinda mm. kinda album. And then like there's a like if I'm driving, maybe I'll listen to the Bends. Like they have like a thing. They, the, I think the reason why they're so uh, well respected is because all their albums are so different. Like they don't sound like mm-hmm. they're the one. You know how people say like, oh, every song of theirs sounds like they talk about bands. Every song of theirs sounds the same. Everything sounds the same. Mm-hmm. You can't really say that about them because they have. There's such a vast difference. Right. And, and that's awesome. Yeah, but they're all... But, and they keep their fan base, because I feel like that's a lot of the big issue is, like, they, at least with, like, Tudor Cinema Club, which is com- not in the same vein whatsoever, but, like, their newer albums, like, nothing like their older stuff. Right. Well, they're... And everyone's like, well, it's it's so different. They don't they don't like it. Right. It's... it's They're the... And I've heard... And I'm, I'm taking this from someone else, but they are... Um, the example of like high risk, high reward mm. where they always take a risk because they're doing something completely different. And it most of the time works out like it. it and that's great. And that's like, it's really rare to do that. But you, I think ha- that's you have why to do have... something different. Like, you, yeah, like I feel like with disturbed, like, you know, that was my middle school. And then after oh, like, yeah. you know, album after album, that sounds exactly the same every time. I'm sorry. Yeah. I still love you disturbed, but you came out with the, uh, sound of silence. Yeah, it all, but it still all sound the same, and so it's yeah. like you have to have find a balance and of like you have to do something different. Yeah, but you also have to please the fans. But you don't have to. Oh, you can just do whatever you want to do. Can, you can. Know? You can. It's just like it's very admirable to to do that to take those risks yeah. and to and 
for them to pay out, it's just like amazing that that happens. But like a lot of time, like that, that so rarely happens. Mm -hmm. Um, and sometimes you respect that, like they took a risk. It didn't work out. I mean, you think about like people who like tried to do something different and it just like didn't work out. So they went back. I mean, actually a good example is like 808s and heartbreaks with Kanye. That was, Mm. that was like a risk that, that like didn't do, I mean, he did okay. But like in terms of it's his, I would say it's his like lowest rated album probably. Mm -hmm. So that was a high risk without the, maybe the reward. Yeah. But he still took it. Kid Cudi too. Kid Cudi. Yeah. Yeah. Another one. So circling back, I liked the album Moonshade Pool. It wasn't my favorite of theirs, but if if we're going by the 2010s, sure. Sure. It's on that list. (laughs) Excellent. Makes sense. Yeah, there's that. There's Alabama Shakes with Sound and Color. Love the Alabama Shakes. I mean, and I think... Brittany she, Howard just came oh out with a new album. I she did. She I was so awesome. excited about She's that. She's amazing. She was just on Tiny Desk concert, which I have to check that out. I haven't... I, I keep seeing it coming up on, on the recommended, but I haven't checked it out yet. I'm excited. She is like an unbelievable talent. Like oh God, her voice. Her voice is so like, commanding. Is oh, she's. Oh, so I would good. love to see. I would Chills. love to see her see them. I'm. I'm looking at um your list there though. Yeah. Leonard Cohen. I. I loved um you want it darker. Yeah, I'm curious. So I haven't. <laughs> I haven't heard that album. Yeah. You liked it. I really liked it. Okay, I need to check that but out. But you have to be. You have to be prepared for that one because yeah. it's well, the album. It, he like died like right after that album came out. Like okay, that's what I wasn't yeah. sure. I wasn't sure if it was one of the situations where it came out right before his death or it was uh, post mortem. Post mortem. That yeah. sounds. That sounds. I think it's right. Post Malone. Post Malone. Post, post, post Malone. Came album. out post came Malone. Out, it came out post Malone, <laughs> and it was. It was. Um, <laughs> no, actually, he he died like right after, like maybe right. a couple of weeks. It was. It was Damn. something in that, but. Listening to the album, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, either this guy's gonna die, or this is the last thing he's ever gonna make because sure. the the lyrics are like basically like this is like there's even like a there's even like a line like I'm out of the game or something. It was oh like, damn! Yeah, it's like really. Um, I but, wonder is yeah. it like um, what's his name Johnny Cash when he did the uh, the cover of Hurt? Yeah. Kind of so, one of those is, things. That's a great. Oh it's, my god, that's like that. That gets me. It doesn't straight up make me cry, but like it gets like it gets, you gets my eyes teary. I mean, Trent right. Reznor even said like this song is his now. Like, oh it's yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, it, it's so with with that one, um, you could tell like yeah, it, it's it's. I mean, it's dark. You want it darker, mm-hmm. but um, also you have to. It's really interesting to see. I think it's cool when a guy like he. If you listen to um, him from like the, I guess the 70s when he first came out. Are we talking about Leonard Cohen? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're back to Leonard Cohen. Um, Like the song um, Suzanne, like his voice has like a a distinct sound. Mm -hmm. And then like, and then up until, when did that album come out? 2015, 2014? Uh, That was the, yeah, I just had it. 2016. 2016, sorry. You Want It Darker. Yeah, he... His voice does not sound. It's it's very like oh, gra- yeah, it's gravelly. It would, yeah, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. So it, but like I thought it was cool. I just think it's cool when like you're still able to make like a good out. You kind of use what you got. Mm-hmm. Um, and like for him, his big thing was always the lyrics. Yeah, like he that was his original thing. Is he was a writer. So uh, for him, like it just it really it really works. And I think it's a it's a great album. Maybe not the feel good album, but mm-hmm. it's really it's really well done. There's a few songs on it especially the opening song i love 
Okay. Um, What's that? Yeah, um, I think it actually is called "You Want It Darker." Is the okay. first. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go to my um, my Spotify right now just to just to make sure because mm-hmm. yeah. um, we don't want to be liars. I don't want. I don't want like someone no. to like yell and be like, "You're wrong." Yeah, it is. You want it darker. Okay, okay. excellent. But um, and I but I did see one right underneath that, and want to talk the, about that the, one. Yeah, Daft Punk's "Random Access Memories." Yeah, for um, me, that one would be even higher. Yeah. Would be even higher up on the list because oh, yeah. I loved. I listened to that I, so much. Remember when "Get Lucky" came out? That oh, yeah. was like the song right after I graduated college, like oh, yeah. the song of the summer. You know, it, I it love was, that and album. I was I was happy it was the song of the summer because like it's nice to like know a band you like got like a hit mm-hmm. that like I mean they always mm-hmm. would have hits but like it became like the number one yeah. song at one point and i talked to people like oh i'm so sick of that song i never got sick of it is that weird i no yeah when it comes out i was <laughs> Mike and Lee. i never got although yeah. i wish i had heard lose yourself to dance a little more and yeah like, like that's bars. a good one because that's also that's another that feral williams because right? yeah because that yeah. one's like a banger like that one's fun Oh, it's such a good yeah. album. It was it's one of those interesting yeah. albums that I, I don't know about you guys, I found that when I first listened to it, I was a little disappointed. Oh, really? When I, I first know. listened to I it, I, I, there, was a, mm-hmm. there were definitely the, those few songs that I think, thought were bangers that I thought were just great. The one, um, the one with um, Julian Casablanca is yes. actually one of my favorites. Oh, the music yes. video is so weird. And also the one um, with that, that one's called, uh, gosh, what the hell is that one called? Touch. I, the um the one with Julian Casablancas. Oh, that's lose yourself. No, no. Are no. you talking that, instant that, crush? Um, it's instant crush. Yeah, um, I'm cheating though. I'm looking at Wikipedia. There's, that, <laughs> there's the, the one with Panda Bear. Doing it right is doing the other it one. right. That was is, my oh, other that's favorite. a great one. But like I, after I've listened to the album like so many times at this point, and like I think I've like fallen more and more in love with it because mm-hmm. I think it, it's totally just like. As opposed to like some of their other albums, this was seemed to be totally like a love song to other styles of music. Yes, yes. not a love song, a love album. Like love, they're the, yeah. a, 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 an opus, a mm-hmm. um, a love letter. That's a, that's the word I'm looking for. It's a love letter to uh, the like other styles of music. Disco, yeah, like um, uh, disco, like disco guitar. There's that, like, they have that one guy, Giorgio. Mm-hmm. Uh, Martin, yeah. Oh my god, it's like it's such a great, great album. It's yeah. It's I really like like killer. I love the song "Touch" with they, Paul Williams. Paul Williams, yeah. yes. I don't know what it is about that song, but like it, ha- it just has so many different like sections of it. It's oh, like yeah. a journey. Oh totally. It's and then the la- the last song. song, the last song, "Contact." I remember that's just like that song was just like. I forgot where I was, but it may have been on something and been like <laughs> on something. Whoa, probably just alcohol, let's, let's legal, talk, legal stuff. Let's talk about that. <laughs> let's talk about let's that. Let's shift gears. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I just remember that that song was just so crazy. It was just like kind of have like a time space warp feel oh, to yeah. it. That was yeah. just like get your heart pounding. It's, like so good. I think I was actually driving late at night. That's what mm. it was. Oh yeah. That's what I was on. Drone, adrenaline. Driving you were late on, at night. Wait, you were, were you, <laughs> are you telling us you were driving drunk while listening? No, to adrenaline, my, adrenaline. Yeah, yeah. I was probably a passenger. Yeah. That was it. But did you guys, um, listen to the, the Haim, Haim album? Haim days. Yeah. I days lo- are gone. I love that. Album. I, <laughs> oh, dude, I love that album. It's so, they're, so fucking they're good. awesome. Just a bunch of weird Jewish gals. <laughs> no, but they're they're yeah, they're really good. They're so they're good. This really good. Three sisters. They're so good. Oh my god, I love their stuff. That album. I think I love every single song on that album. It's yeah, it's great from start to finish. And they 
they were actually it was one of they were opening for Taylor Swift for a while. No way. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Which is cool, but it's like one of those things like I would have gone just to see them and then yeah. would have left just because I'm personally not a Taylor Swift. No, guy. I did that to see. I saw Fitz in the Tantrums at um, Madison Square Garden. This is—I don't want to sound like a fucking hipster, but this, this was before they were cool. They were opening up for Jason Mraz. I saw them at Madison Square Garden. Weird. Yeah. yeah, and then I so I saw them and then I left. I didn't see. Yeah, I didn't you, wait to. You didn't hear the remedy. I didn't stay to see Jason Mraz. No. The remedy. Hey, you know what? Listen, he's catchy, and he provides avocados to Chipotle. So I gotta, I gotta give. Wait, him what? Out. Yeah, he has an avocado farm. You didn't know that? I did I not. Saw know. A piece now on I do. Him on, on like CBS Morning, and he's like, "Of course he has an avocado farm." I mean, why? Like Jason, you look at Jason Mraz, you're probably like, "Oh, this guy has an avocado farm." Probably. That may, it makes uh, complete sense. Probably. He would have an. Avocado yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I gotta give him, and I do love my Chipotle. So um, I gotta, I gotta like him for that. Yeah. And you know, the remedy is a. Uh, a catchy tune, I guess. Oh, sure. I actually got one that's very personal to me. Yes, go ahead. I have a number 161, mm-hmm. the 1975. I like it when you sleep for you. You're so beautiful and so unaware of it. Such a crazy title. Yeah. And I'm happy they're on there because I'll never forget when I saw them on SNL for the first time mm. and I hated them. You hated oh. them when you first saw them. <laughs> yeah, I hated them. So what what changed it for you? I'm actually really not I I'm a that's a band yeah. like I'm aware of but I don't know their stuff. Same. Yeah, so this album came out and like the album title I was like, well that's a stupid album title. Yeah. And then like some then like some of their like song titles were like oh, one of the song titles was Please Be Naked. I was like, okay, I'm going to mm. listen to this. Like you mm. know how to get to me. Mhm. <laughs> and then also, and then I became obsessed with them, and they're just like British pop music, and it's like really cheesy. And my bandmate makes fun of me all the time for it. Wait, they're British? Yeah. Oh, see, something I didn't. That's know. the thing. That was they funny. They sound too. like they're from London. It was actually really <laughs> funny because he was like, "Oh, well, they're British. Okay, now, okay, I'll give them a slide then." No, that doesn't <laughs> Like you can be quirky and poppy if you're British. Well, well Coldplay's from from England, and people hate them. Well, people they're from Manchester. Them. They're well, Manchester's like more is like rougher, right? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like cooler. If you're from yeah, London, it's and like... their their last album, the, so that was like their second album. So that's when I got into them, and I just saw them. I just happened to get guest list tickets to go see them at, at Barclays Center, and that had to be like one of the best shows I've ever seen. They yeah. had the whole like they do the sound, which is like their popular song. They had the entire place just jump in, and it's just like one of the greatest moments of my life. Well, isn't that isn't that awesome though? Like I love actually going seeing one of my favorite things about music is like when you go to a live show. But it's a band that you're not familiar with, mm-hmm. um, and it's happened to me before with like opening bands or like bands I just didn't know, or if I've been at like a festival or something, and I'm like, oh wow, they're really good. Yeah. I should I should like check out their stuff, and then I end up checking it out afterwards. Because to me, it's like if you're a really good, if you're a great live band, like there's nothing better than that. Oh, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally, I mean, I love listening to albums and stuff, but if you're better live than than like listening to the album, I think that's that's more exciting for me. The uh, band Future Islands. You guys know them? Oh, yeah, yeah, I know them. I've seen them live, and their, like, big thing, like, their famous moment was they had, like, an amazing Letterman performance. Mm-hmm. And, like, Letterman, mm-hmm. like, flipped out and was, like, really, like, thought it was great. And, and like, I listen to their albums, and they're really good, and I, I like them a lot. But seeing them live is, like, a totally different, ex- like, it's amazing to see them live. Huh. Where, yeah. like, where, like, listening to the albums almost, like, as good as they are, it, you feel like it's not doing them just justice yeah sure and it's like those yeah. albums will like never never chart yeah but then the people that like witness it in concert it's oh, like yeah. 
I well, saw like Foles at Brooklyn Steel. Well, I was gonna say Brooklyn Steel. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't realize, like, I love that band. And like, at the end of it, everyone was like, it was a mild moshing for a lot of people, yeah. but it was just <laughs> so intense. And he was crowd surfing and like. Yeah, I mean that's amazing. And it was so magical and like. That's that's just like an amazing experience. And same thing with a. a Unknown Mortal Orchestra. Yeah. I saw them at Brooklyn Steel, and I was like, okay, yeah, I kind of like their music. But then live, it was like, yeah, wow. <laughs> That's, I mean, yeah, it's incredible. And like with the same with Future Islands, they sold out three nights at Brooklyn Steel, mm. and it was just, mm. it was incredible. But it's funny because like that's really good to do. But yeah, you said like they won't, they they're not gonna be like on the. They're not going to be like under Ariana Grande or whatever, yeah, you right. know. The top forty stations. They won't. They won't. They won't be doing Madison Square Garden and like you know. Yeah, but you oh, know, yeah. you never know. Like a lot of these bands, like years from now, like I always wonder when we look back, like will who will people remember? Mm. And I think this is a good. Um, this could be a whole nother episode. I mean, we're honestly, yeah, because we're in a whole different age right now with the yeah. access to all. Yeah, yeah. Different music, whereas before you were just stuck with what's on the radio. Whereas now we have access. Yeah, I heard everything. I heard someone talk about this um, in an interview. Um, It was it was it was Julian Casablancas actually from The Strokes. I'm a boy. Mm. Yeah, he uh, (laughs) he uh, (laughs) he talked about like years from now, like who will people remember, like or who will like like people might discover someone years from now, and he mentioned like Ariel Pink. Who I really love. Oh yeah, I love Ariel Pink's music. Despite what people say about his public persona, I know he might be a little crazy, but mm-hmm. I saw him live. It was great. I've always liked his music a lot. But he said like he's not, like he's not big. But like it's like a, he said like if there was like, I guess in his opinion, mm-hmm. more so he thinks like they should be like Ariel Pink should be uh, like huge, <laughs> mm-hmm. but he's not gonna be. But perhaps years from now, people will be like, hey, have you heard of this guy? And maybe like years from now, he might be someone people are like, oh, this guy was great, you know? Yeah. Right. So um, I just think it's interesting to like, who knows like years from now what people will will be into, you know? Um, Because you think about there's like a lot of forgotten stuff, but then there's stuff that are still, like people still know the Beatles. Yeah. You know, Beatles are still like, Mm -hmm. I mean, granted Paul McCartney's still around doing stuff. But they're very much Hopefully everywhere, and um, fingers crossed. Yeah, um, yeah. So oh, um, for sure. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's, that's that. Yeah. Do we want what? What else do we want? I I had two more on, yeah, on this yeah, thing yeah. that I that I just Sorry, was I, curious. Went, I went to a little bit of a, a no, soliloquy. <laughs> <laughs> there, I had just two more on this list that I just was curious to hear you guys' thoughts. Um, yeah. David Bowie's. Black Star. I, that was the last one, right? That was his. Uh, it was the last one. Last another. That was like a Leonard Cohen situation. I where think he died so. Right after. I I I'm not I love, really familiar. With I it. love Bowie stuff. I dig his stuff. This yeah. was not yeah. one of those things that I enjoyed, and I'm curious as to like why it's so high on this list. Hmm. Do you think it's because of the? Do you think it sometimes like he's just so well respected that people just they gave him the benefit of the doubt. Perhaps. Is that, is that is that a controversial thing to say? Maybe. I mean, I I, I haven't listened I to the album, so I can't I can't really make a. Yeah. I think there might know. be something there. Like it's not a bad album. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it's it it's it. There's nothing in it that I feel makes it like stand out as like wow, this is right. a great album. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I wish I had more to say on it, but like I don't. 
Um, I don't know enough yeah. to really. Are you, are you guys familiar it. with Blood Orange? Yes, I am. Um, I don't know. I know the hits though. Yeah, I don't familiar. know. I I pulled up this album because I actually don't know this album of his, Cupid uh, Deluxe. But I saw him on Tiny Desk concert, and I was just like, "Holy shit, this guy's fucking from, amazing!" From what I've heard, and it's like one of those things where I should listen to more because yeah. what I've heard and what I've seen is great. Oh, uh, so, absolutely. Like, I don't. I don't mm-hmm. doubt. That he should be on the list. It's it's a one guy, right? Yeah, yeah. De- yeah. Dev Hines. Yeah, and it's, uh, yeah, now he's that fantastic. Now that I see this even more, I should I should check out his his catalog of stuff. Yeah, see, well, that's the thing too. Like, the, I guess the good thing about these lists is that you like it does you, you generate that curiosity at least to be like, oh, maybe I should um, look into this or just at least yeah. give it a shot. And um, yeah, like from what I've heard, like. Even you just mentioning that, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I should actually go and check out that entire album and give it a listen. Yeah, I'm because... definitely gonna be looking more into it. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. There's just the thing is, there's just so much out there, and I don't yeah. know. It's such an well. I guess the time to make this list was now because it is a decade. You forget that we're like going into the next decade. It's um, weird. Now maybe it's this crazy. this should be the last question. Maybe before we wrap things up. All right. All right. Where do we think music's gonna go in the next decade? What do we think? Because like now, <laughs> the the popular thing is like pop, pop, uh, hip hop. I mm-hmm. guess would be like the primary kind of trap. Yeah, like that's the um, the prominent. I would call it the prominent art form where rock is not the prominent art form. It's sure. still there, but it's not prominent mm-hmm. as it was in the seventies. Mm-hmm. I feel like a huge a huge like influence is like all the producers. Mm. Yeah. Like, producing has become so easy, like, making your own beats. Yeah. And, like, it's very interesting how, like, Old Town Road came about, because yeah. this French or some European producer took a Nine Inch Nails instrumental, made it kind of hip-hop, and then Lil Nas X took that and then made it into his own song. And that's what oh, happened. Shit. Like, a lot of producers, they'll come out with their own beats, and then they collaborate with, like, rap artists, like, mm-hmm, yeah. rappers... And like that's kind of like the like you know the big collaborations nowadays, getting the producers and the rappers that really connect. So, yeah. so you think there'll be like more in the next decade, like more collaborations between people, like more like, uh, I guess you'd call it like genre bending or yeah, genre uh, bending con- or combine or com. Yeah, I think I think producers are going to be like a big force, like people mm-hmm. that make the beats and that. Mm-hmm. Instead of like, usually they don't get any credit. They're in the background. You never know about these people. Now they're getting featured yeah, or they yeah. are the main artists and they're having people. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I think that it'll just be, I think that's very, that could be very much the case where that becomes the prominent thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the other stuff that like we mentioned could still be there, but it just might not be the prominent thing. Mm-hmm. Like it'll yeah. still exist. And yeah. people still listen to it. I mean, everyone, oh, yeah. Everyone. My hope is that it'll be the popular thing will become like jazz slash funk fusion, but mm-hmm. that's probably not what's gonna happen. Well, the disco revival. Yeah, yeah. Per, but perhaps like something bring with back that. The Bee Gees. I keep. I <laughs> feel like I bring it up a lot of times with the music episodes with like Bruno Mars stuff. Although he, it's been a little while since he's come out with something, but like, I feel like that bringing back the older styles in a newer way is kind of like a new a so, big thing now i really like young gravy he's Ooh, this who's this white rapper from like minnesota or something <laughs> and he's great and he does like this disco 
oh, okay. fusion album. Young okay. Gravy? And he, yeah. And it's like, I like that's the name. Cool. It's a good name. I know. That's why I listened to it. I was like, Young Grave, this guy's probably shit. But I gotta live, give him a listen. I like, I like, <laughs> I, I will always, I will always be intrigued by like a good name. Like that's that. how, yeah, that's yeah. how, honestly, like even good song names, I'd be like, all right, yeah. I have to listen What's to this. What's going on here? What do you got? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but maybe something like great. that where like, uh, I feel like the, mm-hmm. uh, with like the Bruno Mars stuff, like he to- totally brought up back like stuff from like the nineties. Like he has that, that drum, yeah. that drum beat yeah, from Poison. Yeah. Um, from what's that? What's that fucking band? I don't know. That girl is poison. You know, you know, yeah. she's drum beat. I'm talking about. Um, he's got like stuff from the '80s, stuff from the '70s. Yeah, going on there. I think. I mean, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be against that. I feel like that, taking some of those older styles and and revamping them. Oh yeah, would be very cool well, going into the future. Well, nothing. Nothing is really off the table. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what's cool. Um, what do you think is going to be the future of music? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm always wrong with this stuff. Bush Hicks. Yeah, I think, the Bush I think actually, that's right. <laughs> yes. I think the Bush Hicks will be. Um, but I <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think, um, like I've said, I think they're, everything will still exist, but I think they're just something will shift to the prominent. And I think what, what Jess, what, like you were saying, I think that's very possible about those collaborations. Mm-hmm. I think that actually, it could very well be what the future is. And it's okay. Like, even if it's something, if it's good stuff, it's good. If it's not, like there's still other stuff that that you can seek out, and I think that's I think that's what's cool. Yeah. But I, I definitely think you guys should check out these lists, um, and you know, um, see what you think. See if there's anything that you know you haven't listened to that you might want to give a chance. Honestly, I do want to like just give this like list a look and be like, oh, this intrigues me. I've never heard of them. Never listen. I'm just yeah. gonna listen to it. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And yeah. No. This was this was a lot of this fun. Is good. Should yeah. we, should we hit up some housekeeping? Yeah, we'll hit up housekeeping. But right before, just I want to thank you, Jess, for yeah. being on this episode. This was a, a lot of fun. Thanks and for having me. Yeah. yeah. Anytime. We'll again. Do, we'll do this. Ag- let's <laughs> do this again. again. We should do this yeah. way more often. Did you come of... up with a nickname for yourself? I'll get back at that. Well, all right. We'll get back <laughs> to that. I am the the equalizer. The Equalizer. Because it starts with an E. Ethan the Equalizer. Ethan the... I'm Jessica the Jammer. Jessica the Jammer, and I'm Michael Dummy Thick Thighs (laughs) Camper. And on that note... Let's go into some housekeeping. Yes. If you like this episode of the Poncho Section, please consider leaving us a review on your podcast player. Please check us out and follow on your social medias, Facebooks, Twitters, Instagrams. Type the Poncho Section and look for Headley the Duck. Do you want to support the Poncho Section and show that support? Well, get yourself some Poncho Section merch. We've got t-shirts, tank tops, sweatshirts, hoodies, phone cases, art prints, stickers, and mugs. Just go to thepontrosection.com, scroll down to the bottom, and click merch. And finally, if you want to be featured on an episode of the Poncho Section, send a voice memo to ponchosection at gmail.com, and we'll play it in an upcoming episode. And as always, thank you for listening. Peace!